Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let we start. Shall we ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yes! We got a special guest for you. We're going to meet them very soon. But first, hi. On hi. <laughs> hi, <babe>. No. <laughs> make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. But don't worry. Don't worry. Because that's what time travel's for. You can always go back. And try again. And if you go back and kill your friends, you can always go back an extra few seconds. You can always go back. Hi! <laughs> On the slopes of the Balanox lies the brick and firmament that will one day become Castle Ravenloft, namesake of a worthy war hero and familial summit of the noble house of Strahd. The dragon friends have escaped the castle by the skin of their teeth literal seconds before their execution in no small part due to the efforts of their new friend Byron Indruraval, inventor slash adventurer and the son of dear sweet Baston. Byron led you into the crypts of the family Strad, where you uncovered a terrible secret that Strad's body is missing along with that of Petrina Velikovna, Strad's singular obsession in life and perhaps in death. You also discovered one other small clue of corpse robbery. The body of Strad's brother, interred 100 years ago in this place, has been interfered with. A brilliant white gemstone plucked from his funerary cravat. I think people... People didn't like the way you said interfered. Well, <laughs> it, sa- it sounded like you were saying diddled. If, you, if you're no. going to talk about somebody doing something to a corpse, like you got to go pretty far down the fucking list to get to interfered with, to not... I mean, desecrate sort of says it all. As but you know, the guards burst into... Molest the corpse. <laughs> Finger the corpse. As, Ra- <laughs> As Ravenloft's guards burst into the crypt, you make... Your escape arrows fly through the air as the five of you dive towards Byron's newly excavated tunnel, a scramble through fetid soil, and then cold, harsh, fetid, is it fetid soil? Fetid soil! And then cold, harsh moonlight. You have escaped. You are alive. And Baston, triumphant and the last to emerge, claps Byron on the back. Ha, ha, ha. That was a pretty neat trick you pulled there, son. Oh, thanks, Dad. But your old man's learned a few tricks, too. You know, while training with the monks of the monastery of Kirsabal, I learned to catch arrows with my bare hands. Okay, Dad, but it's great. In fact, back in that courtyard, I caught the... Now, where did I put that arrow? Baston turns around and you can see the brilliant plume of a red arrow lodged between his shoulder blade and the stump of his neck. Dad! No, no, Dad, Dad! Oh, that's weird. I'm bleeding a lot. Has anyone seen that arrow I caught with my bare hands? I want to show it to my boy. Uh, Dad. Son, why are you crying? No, I'm... Don't cry. Daddy's here now. I can see you crying a little bit. I'm fine. Why are you guys getting so blurry? Don't speak, it's fine. Don't cry, son. No. Daddy's here. (laughs) Dad? Dad? Best on! And he slaps him. Oh, sorry. Dave, um, my fucking voice memo app is being a cunt, but I can always record this um, on a microphone to cut it up into the episode. So here we fucking go. Wait, I'm gonna do it in a separate thing so that you can just play it in the show. What do you mean by that, Dad? 
And Baston slumps to his knees and falls down dead. The arrow up dead. No, sorry. (laughs) Fair, fair. Seemingly dead on the ground. In between you. I'm like, Dave, it's been a decade. This is how you kill Eden? Come on! Well, he shouldn't he's have dead. gone to America. <laughs> no, he's, he's seemingly dead. He's seemingly dead. You haven't even touched the, the cadaver yet. He could be alive. We haven't even interfered with the corpse yet. Um, I bend down and check uh, if he's breathing. M- make for me a medicine check. Oh, I'm probably good at that. Plus one. Twelve. Twelve. All right. You see that their very shallow breaths are coming, disrupting the soil by his mouth, but blood is pooling out, red, rich, and crimson from his neck. Ooh. Oh. Um, what do we do? Did, let's bandage the... that up real quick. Yeah. Bandage up his mouth? <laughs> no, he's, where's, he's... It, where's it coming out of? It's coming out of his neck? Yeah. The oh, arrow... guys, just fuck off. I'll do it. <laughs> All right, Byron quickly tears a length of uh, fabric from his midriff and binds so am it. I, am I wearing a boob tube now? <laughs> <laughs> it was a jerkin, but now it's more boob tube-ish. Okay. Ooh, under cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> That's very in right yeah, now. Is. He very is quickly fun- creates a functional tourniquet, but Baston, his eyes have rolled up into his sockets. His breathing is shallow. As you look, the wind whips up on the Balanox. You are far from home. Days ride and hundreds of years to travel before you rest with the body of Baston weighing you down. So we need probably to get Baston to an old-timey hospital. Sure. Where, um, Byron. Byron? Yes. Byron, where's the closest hospital? Um, uh, well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, I can't think there's a, there's a village just, 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 just not too far away from here. We could just go there. There'll be a doctor there. Yeah, we'll go find a doctor. We'll force him to fix... Or, or, her, or her. Or her. <laughs> we'll force, You'll force we'll her. We'll force them. We'll force them. <laughs> we'll force whoever it is <laughs> to help our friend. Okay, well, there is. There is the town of Dorian, which is nearby, which was where you... Was your marshalling, your staging area for this Yeah, for this operation. I, there's an inn there. There's a, there's a doctor who lives there. We can take him there now. Quick. What do you think his last words meant? About his his voice memo app being a cunt. <laughs> Can I say, Ben, that was some great acting you did before. I thought it was really good because, like, obviously, Eden's like just in a in a computer and you have sure. to act again. It, it reminds- Eden's not in a computer. <laughs> I don't know what you think happened to your friend Eden. I know. I was explaining backstage to Hing that um, Eden got tronned and that's why he's not here. <laughs> but what it reminded me of was, you know how when you go to like a theme park or whatever mm-hmm. and they're doing a show with an animatronic thing? Yeah, this is the no higher compliment can be played to a, paid to a performance. <laughs> than no, you're... G- genuinely, I'm always impressed by it because you've you got to remember not just your lines, but you've got to remember the robot's lines as yeah, well. Yeah, you're, yeah, imp- yeah. you're impressed by people who can act opposite a robot. That's how Lewis Hopper feels every day. <laughs> Can I, Alex, 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 Alex. <laughs> Can I tell you what Damn the it. what the acting trick there is uh-huh. to keep it fresh? When Dave sends you an audio file and says you should listen to this um, so you're across it, you do something else. <laughs> and so the first th- that'll be you know, that'll seem like the first time your character's hearing it because it's the first time Ben's hearing it. Wow! Oh, oh, Masterclass. We go to the village, Dave. Byron quickly pulls aside some brushes to reveal that he is not without a plan here as well. There is an old wagon with two sturdy mules, which you load Baston in, and in two hours' time, you are already making your way, winding down the foot of the Balanox towards the humble village of Dor. On the foot of the mountain, still very much in Barovian territory, there is an inn that you can see here called Desolate Wine, is the name of the insignia above the door. W-I-N-E or W-H-I-N-E? Which would you prefer? Well, let's listen out and see if we can hear anything. Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's the the, the inn of... Thank you, Ben. Was that Did that By- impress you? Was that Byron or was that the corpse of Baston? <laughs> that was the corpse of Baston. Oh, we gotta be quick. Yeah. You're doing a- death farts. <laughs> we don't have much time. You walk in very quickly to the Inn of Desolate Wine. There are a few farmers stoically drinking flagons of mead in the corner. You can also see a dwarf sitting by himself at a large table. The only non-humanoid, it has to be said, inside the bar. And there is a grim, scar-faced barkeep 
standing looking at you as you quickly drag the body of Baston Indrerovich in and throw him down onto a large wooden table. Oh, g'day, guys! Is there a doctor in the house? Oh, sorry, sorry, hi. Sorry, d- don't mind my grim face. Uh, people often think I'm a real rude dude, but I'm not, I'm kind. What did you say? Are you a doctor? No, oh God, no, oh, I faint at the sight of blood. We need a doctor, a medic, a medicine wizard, a oh, shaman. Yeah. Well, you want, you want, um, you want Steve. Well, no, no, you don't say Steve, you want, and then you click your fingers. And Steve appears. <laughs> <laughs> sure, and Steve shows up, a, um, what am I, a, 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 what's, what's his deal, is he? Oh, he's. He's okay. He's awful. Um, <laughs> Steve is yeah, a kind of wizened, gross-looking dude. This is awful, Steve. Hello. <laughs> Why is Steve so awful? That's a great question. Why is Steve so awful? Well, between you and me, <laughs> he's a real prick. <laughs> but a terrific doctor. Uh, and if you, if you, we do a package deal where if you give Steve doctor money, deal. Yeah. Doctor money. If you give him doctor money to, to patch up your mate there, you get a free one uh, meal. While he says this, Steve pulls out. Steve pulls out a doctor's bag, places it on the bar, opens it up, pulls out a stethoscope, and be- and begins to eat it. So, so we. You're it doesn't of, look like a very. Yeah, make it. Make an, an insight, insight check? check. All right. Uh, insight. Oh, that's not. That's two. Dave. <laughs> It, he's, even so, he has swallowed an entire stethoscope. I'm just imagining him with the stethoscope in his mouth, but then the ear bits are still out, so he's listening to his insides. <laughs> Byron, is this the doctor you think about? Why did I, I, ne- I never met the man. I just heard he was great. I thought awful, like in the in the old sense, like full of awe. Oh, no. He pulls out a roll of syringes and just starts... Just stabbing anything. A peach. Table! (laughs) So so we should just... And then he says, Physician, heal thyself! And stabs himself in the face. (laughs) And falls down dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to rifle through his doctor's bag to see if I can find any bandages. All right. Filge very competently rifles through the bag and does find some old mouldy bandages. But as you do, Filge, you suddenly feel a tug on your britches. What? Buy a girl drink first? <laughs> Just a little tug. Someone's trying to get your attention. Still, I look down. On the side, respectfully. On the I look side down your... at my side. All right, you look down at your side and you see a figure of a dwarf looking up at you inscrutably, a large, luscious beard obscuring most of their face, but a symbol of what you... is unmistakably a holy symbol of a cleric nestled amongst their plate armour cuirass. And I say to them... Please, help our friend. He dying. We need you to interfere with this corpse. (laughs) And to play that very short, very stout dwarf, please welcome to the stage, Manny Parker! Welcome to the stage, Manny Parker. The dwarf looks up at you. Uh, hi, you're a cleric? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yes, sorry, yes. Where is what is that accent? Where are you from? <laughs> a, little, a little dwarf town. Uh, it's very nice. It's really, it's good. I'm not going to tell you though because we don't want visitors. We don't like tourists. Well, um, enough small talk. <laughs> <laughs> good, Hing, real good. Stay on the mission. <laughs> Alfred, yeah. We can establish your character in a later scene, um, dwarf. Oh, <laughs> uh, why are you tugging my britches? <laughs> I thought that maybe you needed help, but you know what? You've been very rude to me, so I'm going to go back to my tankard of mead. Please, please, uh, I apologise for my friend. He named Frizo. He's not good at small talk and he thinks this is the best way to deal with it. We want to learn all about your character. We promise. (laughs) Just how can you help our friend? We're desperate. We forget ourselves. He's got an arrow in in his back. Yeah, well, really interestingly, I see here that I can cure wounds. Yeah. Oh! I, by which I mean I know that I can cure wounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> With the knowledge of the knowledge that is in my head. Yeah, that's right. Maddie is... Play- I know what I know. Maddie is, of course, a dwarven cleric of a life domain a church, probably a small church, a dwarven church. It's up to you, really. What what kind of church? Scientology? Is- 
uh, the Catholic Church. A fancy uh, church, a fancy made-up church. Uh, church ch- that isn't going to sue us. <laughs> the Church of the Very Big Rock. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Now, unwittingly, Maddie has um, made a callback. Oh, no. To <laughs> Maddie look, has not listened to any episodes of the podcast. Well look, done. Look, I'm going to tell you that, Maddie, uh, we have done this show for so long that any words in any order, you have like a 40% chance of it being a callback. <laughs> it turns out that not only do I know what I know, I also know what I don't know. <laughs> that's right. Oh, so, that's very so wise. This dwarf is a, is a um, acolyte of the Church of the Very Big Rock, a dwarven sect of life, and you can cast a spell if you want to, if you think you like these people who have been rude to you, you can cast Cure Wounds. I'll see, because hang on a minute, I... I want a little something of my own here. I We am... respect that attitude here at the Dragon Press. <laughs> it's a little, a little quid pro quo, which is dwarvish for something for something. <laughs> She's so wise. Uh, yeah, you see, I, I'm, on a, I'm on a quest of my own. I'm actually uh-huh. on a quest of my own. Uh, I want a new little hat. <laughs> A new oh, sorry, hat. sorry, sorry, what? I want a new little hat. <laughs> Look, as someone who in the past has worn little hats, I understand the urge. <laughs> but leave sorry. it with us. We, I, 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 I don't have one on me, but I can get you one. We can, we can make one, we can get you one. What kind this of hat This is our friend, any hat you like. You see a guy wearing a hat you like, consider him dead. <laughs> and hatless. No. Look, if I if I saw a hat that I liked, I would be wearing it. You know, I I could so go out and get to what I want. A, you want us to invent a new kind of hat <laughs> for you to wear? Yeah. We let me promise you, if you help us cure our friends' wounds, we will not rest. We will spend. We, we will co-design a hat with you. We yeah. will take a brief. We will. They describe it as they will spend seasons, which is a really weird way <laughs> yeah. of describing it. But they say seasons and episodes. Seasons if, yeah. They say they say we will spend at least four live shows. We will, <laughs> we will waste so much of Dave's time. <laughs> Have you heard that new millinery podcast, Dragon Friends? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us, tell us something about this hat you want. Well, no. Scott is getting first. very cold. Guys, do okay, our okay, friend okay, first, right. and oh. then we'll do a hat talk. I can only do one focus at a time, so <laughs> okay. I got distracted with hat. I'm sorry. Please fix our hat, friend, and hat, then we'll get the hat. Hat can wait. Hat can wait. I accept that, because as you can obviously see, I am currently wearing a little hat, and I just want to replace <laughs> it want... with a new little hat. What? What's, what's this hat that you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Eden wouldn't have wanted this any other way. If I have to call Eden Lacey tonight and tell him that he died because the dragon friends got distracted by a little hat. (laughs) Introducing a second little hat is like exponentially taking the riff and just stretching it out. All right, what type of... Baston's breath is becoming raggedy. (laughs) But but I just want to paint the picture. What is the hat? Uh, it, well, it's it's not not big. Uh, <laughs> Master improviser Maddie Parker. <laughs> it's red and it's like um, pointy but rounded. How little is it? Does it need a bobby pin to stay on your head? It's a fascinator. No. Pointy but no, rounded. Is it a is it a dunce cap? Yeah, you're wearing a <laughs> dunce cap. Okay, cap. I didn't say dunce cap, but um, that was what uh, my bullies at school called it. So <laughs> you've been wearing this hat since you were a child. That's yeah, why it's so no small. wonder I want a new hat. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't say it, but the dwarf is wearing a dunce cap. <laughs> okay, and you want you want a hat that's not going to let everyone know that you failed maths. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get you a new hat, but please, uh, can you say... Oh, he's dead. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's not dead. I'm... Yeah, yes. I... 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 Burpo. Did I mention? Wait, what? <laughs> That's a good name. Your name's Burpo. Did you just take a drink of uh, uh, soda water, do a little burp in your mouth, and name your character Burpo? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the name Burpo from? Burpo. Writing it down. Burpo of the Church of the Big Rock look, <laughs> looks at your friend concerned, his dunce cap trembling slightly on his forehead as he listens to Baston's chest 
takes a gauntlet in hand and with practiced care pulls the arrow barb out of Baston's neck. Make for me, I'm assuming you're casting Cure Wounds, but I still need you to make with advantage a medicine check. So just roll those two dice. Tell me... 11. An 11, okay. You, uh, so 11 is 14, which means... Eleven's eleven. I thought I failed maths. But even <laughs> I medicine, maths. medicine is plus five, Dave. So that's sixteen. All right, 11, sixteen. Okay, uh, yeah, eleven, sixteen, Dave. You fucking moron. <laughs> Do you want my little hat when yeah. I'm done with it? <laughs> it's a D for Dave. Yeah. And don't. That's why I keep telling my Come mom it's a D for Dave. <laughs> 916, never forget. All right, Dave. A 16 means that you are able to stabilize. His breath stops being so ragged, but he is still not waking up as you frown and look at him burpo, for he <laughs> is sick with something greater than just the wound and the blood loss. Oh, guys, I've got to tell you, he looks pretty He looks pretty crook, says... I thought Steve was dead. Steve is the... He, the oh, this, this is the innkeeper. Oh, the innkeeper, huh? sorry. Byron's really gone into himself. He's like... Okay. You know, like that. Um, That's great for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes went like for the for the listen. My eyes went kind of wide, and I looked into the distance. You're playing a lot of characters. You're playing Steve. You're mm-hmm. playing Gary. Who the fuck is Gary? Isn't that yeah, who's Gary, Ben? Yeah, who is Gary? I'm Gary the farmer. Oh, I couldn't over help. I couldn't help but overhear you talking about your friend there with a with an arrow, and he looks. Very Steve, poorly. Steve comes up and tries to tell Gary to... Steve's dead! Steve's dead, Dave! Let go of Steve! Keep up, Dave! You've got so many things to do. It's almost like you're wearing a lot of little hats. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you after some fancy medicine people, there's a retreat of clerics not far from here, about three days' ride. I don't truck much with them, but... Uh, yeah, uh, They'll help us? Well, yeah, I mean, I was trying to be helpful. I mean, Sure, thank you, Gary. Yeah, Finally, you, someone Gary. helpful in this fucking house. Now, how many snow globes can I put you down for? <laughs> I'll, I'll take some snow globes. Oh, wait, I'm wait. a snow globe salesman. <laughs> you what? said you were a farmer. <laughs> oh, I do you grow snow globes? No, I grow all the little bits of wheat that we use in the for the snow in there. It's a fine trade. <laughs> Is this the, the best use of your wheat? <laughs> no, Do you grow entire fields of wheat and then just snip tiny bits off the end to make yeah. snow globes and put uh, the rest in the bin? I am not good at business. <laughs> there yeah. is a famine. <laughs> every every podcast we ask the audience, hey, is there anyone here for the first time? What we never ask, is anyone here for the second time? <laughs> I mean, you guys should tell <laughs> the people. Time. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Is anyone here for the time? You should ask people, are they here for the last time? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go to these clerics, Dave. Well, okay, you so know, actually, hey, take- hey, 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 I'm a cleric. I may not know much, but I know that. All right. So are these clerics the real deal? The ones at the retreat? Make for me a religion check if you want, Burpo. Ooh, how, how, how do I roll the dice? Oh, you know what, Frizo? You know a little bit about... Hi- it would be history for you. Because 15 plus 7 is 22. Is that your history? Oh, no. History is plus 7. Yeah, it is, actually. 15 plus 7 is ah. 22. 22. What did you get? Burpo? Um, one which I don't think is good. No. <laughs> That's correct. There's the Sonic Church. Hey, Parker, everybody. They're a lot of the Sonic Church. Now, how many snow globes? We got one, two. You look like you're like a snow globe. I'll have two. All right, they're 400 gold pieces each. (laughs) I'm not good at business. Now, while this is happening, Frieza, you're frowning slightly because you are, of course, in your time in the monasteries of Mystery, you were a keen student of sword coastian history, of Faerunian history, and you have never heard of... Of a sonic church. This is not a religion that means anything to mm, you. I'm more of a tales guy. I got a s- <laughs> Sonic. The Church of the Big Rock you know about. It's a minor dwarven sect. It's part of the history that you grew up with, but you've never heard of the Sonic Church. Now, me wouldn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what ha- Sonic mean, Frizo? Sonic? What word Sonic mean? It's like a blue hedgehog. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Bobby, Dave? what the word sonic mean? Oh, like sound. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Wait oh. a second. <laughs> 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 
trying to trick their dad into teaching them maths. <laughs> I tried it with my dad. <laughs> Sonic means sound. But we know about, there's something about the sound. People, when we talk to them, they keep going, nah, the sound. And we go, eh. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh doing, shit, you're right. No, you're totally right, Filch. Yes, 100%. Oh, Drew face. Yeah, you turn around and change you as an old man. <laughs> I didn't who was dragged for several leagues behind a wagon, but it's still fine. And he's got like a really nice Parmigiana. And he's like, I put it on your tab. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. <laughs> He's making more sense than he has. This is a crazy old man you found earlier on the way to Castle Ravenloft. He some, he seems invigorated in Dorian. Oh, look at this! There's there's a there's a chicken, and they put crumbs Come on, on it. Man. <laughs> And, but that's not all. He's, he can't. He's so my, my, he's so invigorated that he stops talking about his sandwich. You heard about? You're you're into the sound, aren't you? I'll tell you something. I am a member of the Sonic Church. <gasps> One yeah. of the earliest members. I don't want to blow my own trumpet. Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm a fairly big deal out there in the desert. <laughs> toot toots a sound. <laughs> well Write done, it down. <laughs> Write it down. Toot toot. Toot toot. Toot toot. Well, Mr. Sonic. <laughs> oh no, what do we call you? Duna Face. You're Duna Face. His name, he tells you. My name is not Duna Face. Although I have enjoyed being called that. Is it Duna Face? It's Duna Signore Duna Face. It is Signore Duna Face. <laughs> From the Dunafache family. But. Fine. But when we get. It's only your own clues you're missing. <laughs> but when we get to the desert, I insist that you swear to me, Senor Dunafache, that you call me by my church name. Please tell us. <laughs> my church name is Echo. That's also to do with thing. Echo the dolphin. It's all the sea. It's the seagull world. What's echo? Why did they all in the audience say ooh and we don't know why? (laughs) (laughs) This happens more and more. Until we get to the desert, you can call me simple and send you to the facha. This this accent is ratcheting up by the minute. Do you know I forgot how I speak and then I have the (laughs) parmigiana. What's funny is on the table here. Ben's fingers very slowly just like clenched. <laughs> Curling into a perfect. <laughs> I could take you there. <laughs> That's too many syllables. <laughs> I can. I know the way. It is not easy. Our prophet, he uh, found an oasis in the desert. It was a miracle. But the way is tough and hard. And there is no delicious parmigiana there. <laughs> that is for sure. Your friend will be safe there. We are some of the finest clerics. What are the <laughs> Sometimes, Hing, you just got to go with it. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, and Burpo, will you, will you join us? We need to talk... We, gotta, uh, we need to talk about this hat design. Yeah, I uh, have a question for the Italian man. <laughs> uh, please. Uh, are there any um, milliners in the desert, hat shops, um, gentlemen's outfitters? Mm-hmm. We at the retreat do not believe in uh, single jobs. Everybody does everything. But... That means... Everyone's a milliner! That's right! <laughs> Burpo, you will get on so well. 
Okay. Nope. I'm adopting in the accent. <laughs> It's a contagious. Oh no. Did you eat some parmesan? <laughs> I did. I nibbled his chippies when he wasn't looking. <laughs> But though I will say that as a young junior acolyte, this is you have been sent out to the world because you must learn more than what you could learn in the cloister. You have mm-hmm. you have decided that what your um, Mother Superior meant was that you needed to find a succession of hats. <laughs> and everybody's religious path is different and I respect that. But it's like when um young Amish go out into the world. So they, like, yeah, yeah. They, drink, <laughs> they drink and party, but I just want a new hat. It's a sort of hat hat based rum springer. Yeah. I was going to say that this does sound like a heresy to you. Uh, he said that these are clerics of the life domains of clerical magic. Mm. That is mm. magic that you are intimately familiar with as, as a student of, mm. but you also have not heard of this church, but he is willing to show all of you the way if you want to take your wagons east towards the desert. Perilous, the border of Carcosa and Barovia. Let's do it. Let's grab supplies from this inn and um, hit the road. Do you want to get Parmesan? Four Parmesanas, please. That's your supplies for Yeah. Four Parmesanas. Uh, actually, Dave, if Make we're doing that the food like gives you accents, um no, we're not doing. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? Are we doing the food gives you accents? Let's all order for each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where? So we have to order for Bobby, right? Uh, we have to order for Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's such a nice, it's such a nice thing friends can do that they know each other's favorite cuisines. <laughs> <laughs> And my friend, <laughs> our friend, our Bobby. There is nothing. Nothing. My friend Bobby enjoys more. Then pork buns, baby. <laughs> A classic chashu bao. <laughs> Now, Dave, as the, as the DM, you can step in at any yeah. time. What do we roll? What do we roll for the magic pub food? This is tasty. This is not me. This is not me. This is a persuasion check to can see if there is a small Chinese restaurant attached to this high fantasy inn that you find yourself in. So it's a high DC. I need you to roll get DC of 20. Wait, what we're entertaining this? <laughs> D- right, 24 gonna, DC. I refuse to be cancelled because you're too much of a coward. <laughs> Take 24. Right, DC 24. Okay, uh, so with, my, advan- with help? Yeah, yeah. My, no, you can't help. My persuasion is no, plus. No, you're right. I'm only half Chinese. I'll use a D10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all out of fancy food. Everyone gets bread. <laughs> Oh, all right, hang on, hang on, hang on, because I can do a spell to create food and water. <laughs> um, but weirdly and very specifically, um, the food is not racist. I can only create not That's racist. That's one of the rules food. in D&D? Okay. Yeah, she swore yeah. an oath. Oh, what fun we have. <laughs> All right, sorry, Dave. Sorry, we derailed for a second. But we're, we're, we want to power through this story, Dave. We're really committed. All so. right, great. I was frantically um, Googling the origin of pork buns just in case they came from San Francisco or something. <laughs> 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 okay, weirdly, possibly more problematic than just doing the accent. <laughs> All right, the, the desert anorak, the desert perilous, unpassable borderlands between Carcosa and Barovia, two nations at war. Three days ride to the east and on the first day Baston is running hot a powerful fever but on the by the second day he is ice cold and on the third day he's just right <laughs> his fingers and lips are turning blue and he has stopped moaning all of you are worried that this journey may come too late but you have made your way into the desert a desert i might say that the mules that are riding your wagon are sorely unaccustomed to. So who is leading the train? It is not, I will say, Senor Dunaface, <laughs> who is nursing a parmigiana slower than anyone has ever nursed. Ham the- goes bad after three days. I'm a very sick. <laughs> in the back no. of the wagon. I'll lead, Dave. 
Great. Make for me then a survival check. Oh, not good. Survival is plus one, so I got a four. It's five. Okay, and and you only took bread into the desert. Mm-hmm. Yep. No water. Nothing. And you rolled a five on your survival check. You don't want to know where water's from, Dave. <laughs> Well, that means that by the third day, you are, have lots of bread left. And if anything, you should stop eating bread because you are all becoming powerfully dehydrated as you make your way. This is, as I said, only three days from the you know, quite chilly climbs of Barovia. This is a magical desert, part of the erratic magical landscape of this part of the Sword Coast. But the sun is beating down on you, and all of you are becoming exhausted. You all take one level of exhaustion. And I'm afraid, Burpo, are you still travelling in your full plate armour? Uh, don't. I never take it off. Two levels of exhaustion for you. <laughs> Where do I write that? What do I do with that knowledge? Maddie, okay. I also honestly, don't know the answer tick. to that question. Yeah, honestly, Maddie, sometimes Dave just says stuff and you're like, oh, yeah, Dave, I'm writing it down. You're like, oh, yeah. no. Okay, well, I've just um, put two ticks on my page. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. I'm going to so do that too. I'll do, one. I'll do a tick. And I'm going to circle them as well. I know, so. I'm going to do a sad Seven face. years, seven years. <laughs> you're all starting to die of thirst. You are. If you get to four levels of exhaustion, I will tell you that your character... How many, how many donkeys do we have? You currently have... <laughs> Are you gonna? Are I'm gonna drink the donkey, baby. You are down to one donkey. One oh. Which, Wait. which, which bit, which fluid, which donkey fluid are you gonna drink? Blood. What? Which fluid does that leave you, Frieza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drink all the blood, so there's none left. So you What's, have to drink. What? Yeah. I don't What's, think blood is hydrating. It's, it's salty, substance. salty. No, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> it's better than nothing. I read. A cup, if you read enough westerns, it comes up. All right. All right. What, what else is left if we're, so we if we're drawing ben? straws for fluids, Dave? What fluids are in the donkey? What's a what, what is what is an appropriate time for me to um, offer make offers of spells and th- oh and, yeah, and you can make fancy knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you can make food and water. So you want to cast yeah. create water? Is Burpo just sitting there while we like drink go the blood? Hold a knife at this donkey's artery, like drinking a cocktail. I'm just chugging soda water and burping, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got those huge, obnoxious like Gatorades. <laughs> um, Burpo, might I have a sip of your Gatorade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I mean, yes, but. I noticed that I am still wearing my previous hat. No, that is true. And That's on me. Yet another favour that I'm being asked for, and at this point, yeah, no, that's I true. haven't got a new hat. Okay, okay. So let's talk. <laughs> let's talk turkey. So, okay, we're going to do a vision board. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have the sand. a vision board uh, on Pinterest, but I don't have any reception here, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't load my. Pinterest. I don't okay. have any reception because phones aren't real. <laughs> um, okay. One yeah. mule. With one mule. What's de- fantasy Pinterest look like? Oh my god! No. With one. <laughs> no. It's no, a, Alex. It's, no. Someone it's an draw it, please. With one mule dead, you can't pull the wagon. So Baston is trapped now. Oh. Oh. oh no. I'm gonna skin the. I'm gonna skin the right. mule. <gasps> Wonderful. Um. Ha cha cha. That's what's a, what's that? survival. What are you? Oh, to make the hat. Yeah. A nice mule skin I'm gonna hat. make a little mule skin hat. You dumb fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Sorry. Sorry, Dave. I owe you an apology. I got excited. And then you were talking to me like my idea was bad, but I thought my idea was good. And they got defensive, and I'm sorry. And I said... That is the most healthy thing that's ever been said on this stage. That was like... for Michael and everyone. That's crazy. I said, fuck you to Dave. He didn't say anything. And then you all applauded me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. This is how, this is how a great way to a psychopath. Dave, I'm going to cut up the mule. Great. While you were doing this, a plume of dust appears in the east, deeper into the desert. Byron stands up on a rock, shielding his eyes with his wide-brimmed priest's hat that he still has. And he looks out towards the east as he says he sees three chariots coming towards you. Three chariots coming toward us? Yeah. Is that... We should probably get out of here on the... Oh, you've killed it. <laughs> what he was, was thirsty. Yeah, no, the mule was dead. The mule was already dead. I didn't kill him. Oh. I'm just skinning him. All right. <laughs> well, guys, there's uh, there's three chariots coming toward us. 
I think it's yonder. He can make perception. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it might be hither. It's definitely not thither. No, forget about yon. That's uh, Wittishins. I, I want to say. <laughs> what are we What are we checking, Dave? Perception. Uh, yeah. Fifteen. Uh, yep, I got it. All right, great. Yep. Frizo, you stand up and your uh, your your eyes see what look like three modified chariots <gasps> being driven uh, by what look like gangly young men and women riding towards you. Well, two of them actually humans, one of them with the long um, lupine ears of a harangon, a rabbit f- member of the rabbit folk. Oh. Don't we fucked with rabbits before? No, we never fucked with the rabbits before. <laughs> <laughs> They're racing towards you, these three figures. Do they have wolf ears? No, but what? No, or lapan, lapan, oh, like, lapan, like, not lupine. Yes, lapine, lapine, lapine. Yes, worship I... down, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. I so hope that was one of the people who'd never come to the show before, <laughs> and had just sat here in stony silence, just glaring at all the bullshit. And then there, it was there was a watership down reference, and they were like, finally. <laughs> The chariots skid to a halt in front of you, kicking up sand as the three figures look at you. There are heavy crossbows, one of them heavily customized as if it's a repeater crossbow on it, the bow of it, and these chariots are pulled by a pair of camels each, a brace of camels. The three figures stare at you. They, as I said, they are young, maybe 22, 23, and they have wild, untamed hair as they look at you impassively. Wait, or a rabbit or a hare? Before the harrow... <laughs> Great joke. The Great young, joke before the young Harangon hops down off the chariot, kicking up sand, and plods towards you. Cute. How big is this rabbit? Are they, uh, Harangons are quite small. They would probably come up to... They're about Bobby-sized. All right. Aww. But they can jump very, very... high. They're very powerful and, legs. And, and like, is this just like a rabbit we're seeing, or is it like the rest of Dungeons They're wearing clothes. Rabbits and clothes and stuff. Yeah, and this one has a light crossbow on its back and a wicked-looking sickle. So this is some real Brian Jacques shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yes, new podcast! We got it back, people. That's right, motherfucker. We in Redwall now! <laughs> oh, great. Everyone loves a red... This is fine. Fine, fine, fine. Um, and I... Hang on! Well, you just, you just you yelled just, what race that you, thing was. Is that That's how you say hello? You just sort of just shout the race of the thing coming toward you? That's so, no, Alex, sometimes people do that in D&D. They hey! Go, they go elf. Oh, no, that's okay. like someone across the road yelling Chinese at you. <laughs> no, I know it's bad. I know it's not good to do in 2022, but in D&D, people do it all the time. No, it's still not good, man. <laughs> really? Look, buddy, they didn't even ask me my name. They were just content to refer to me as the dwarf for however this long this goes oh, for. Oh, man, that's a real bummer. I'm I sorry know. about that. Thank you. Hey, what's your name? Oh, <laughs> see, now that's nice. Yeah. That's a nice thing to do. That's a nice thing to say. Well, I'm Chime. Oh, this Chime? Chime? Chime. 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 This here is Stanza. And this is Rhyme. Why is everyone <laughs> groaning? Why is <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we just uh, saw your little cart sort of glinting off. I think it was yonder. And uh, Do these... Um, hey, is that Echo you got there? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> and they go... What you got Echo there for? What kind of mischief he got himself into? Oh, he got captured in a prison we were in, I think. That sounds like Echo to me. Hey, let me ask you. You guys hungry? You guys thirsty? Big time. All of those things. Oh, yeah. You, 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 church, you do, you Echo's church friends. Yeah, we're... we're. Uh, As Chime is about to say, yeah, another one, a slightly older one, puts its hand up and says... And you come alone? I was asking to be polite. I figured it out from your names. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often we get visitors out from the Great West. What y'all doing here? This one has black paint painted over their eyes. This is Stanza as he looks at the three of you. We have a, f- well, we have a friend who is desperately unwell and we heard that um, from uh, Echo that um, you'd be able to help. He's, 
It's been three days. Oh, well, you hear that stand to the prophet says we can't send somebody in need away. We got to bring him to him. Stanza looks at you and has a nervous tick as his hand rests on the pommel of a quite wicked-looking knife that he keeps on his belt, and he says... And then he breaks into a huge toothy smile. He looks at you, considers, and breaks into a smile, and he says, Well, a thousand blessings on you, pilgrims. It is a special time after all. A great reawakening of this world, and you can join in with us. You can come with us to our house. You can see Daddy. What? Uh, (laughs) And he's going to make everything make sense. Did he say Daddy? Did he say Daddy? Did you say Daddy? Yeah, but he's immediately regretting it. (laughs) Does he make you call him that? You can see the elder. Um, Wait, is the Daddy and the elder and the prophet? Let's forget about Daddy. No, we're stuck on that. Ah, listen... That's a stanza thing. Stanza has what we like to call issues. No, you can, you can call him the prophet, or you can call him Elder Creed. Heck, you can call him either of those things. And nothing else. But he's real smart, and he's real good. And I bet that friend of yours will be healed up lickety-split... And then, and then he, their little nose twitches. Aww. I keep forgetting you're a, you're a rabbit. Um. Is, that what, is that what you say to No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't see race. <laughs> but, this isn't but, crazy. We're just having a conversation. We're just getting along. And I keep forgetting. And look, uh, look, uh, this is, this is Frizo. This is Frizo mm-hmm. talking now. And he's like, Frizo's going to edge forward and try and make a, like a fun joke that he hopes... That he hopes everyone's going to really enjoy. Do you want to? Do you want to make? A, do you want to tell the joke and then make a performance check? Yeah, sounds great. All right. So he goes. Wait, have you seen Zootopia? <laughs> have I seen what? Judy Hopps. Yeah. Zootopia. Zootopia. Judy yeah. Hopps would be a Harrigan. That's what they look like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah. not seen. I've not seen the sh- sh- play. Show. Children's. It's show. a movie and there's a very sexy fox in it. There's a very sexy fox in it. <laughs> Wasn't as quiet as you thought it was just then. <laughs> That was not as universal as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the kids show with the fuckable Zootopia fox. Is a, Zootopia is a very sophisticated animated film about racism. <laughs> no, hey guys, let's focus on what's important. Remember when Dave said daddy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is funny? That's the second cartoon fox you've told me you'd fuck. <laughs> oh my. Oh, can I guess the first? Of course you would. Obviously. Ooh. It's obviously it's, it's the A1 number one with a bullet. Ab- absolutely. It is, it, is. is it Clooney's Fantastic Mister? No! no. Oh. You disgusting pervert! I think you guys are great. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's let's give shit to Ben. (laughs) Forget about what Dave just said. Um, Sorry, Tom. What were you saying? I was just interested because I know that look. There's a lot of sexy looking foxes, but I appreciate what Ben's saying, which is because it's like it's you know it's about his personality there. Thank you very much. Okay, Tom would fuck George Clooney as a very fuckable fox. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all the time that we have. Are you, going to try, are, you very go- fox. are you going to try? Are you going to, on this most auspicious night, are you going to go and see Elder Creed with them? You're going to head yes. to the retreat. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Dunafache's fortress in the sand, deep within the desert perilous, bordering two great proud nations now at war in service of a religion that seems impossible, a religion that doesn't exist, a religion that has been created out of nothing, out of history, and for once not out of some fucking around by the dragon, friends. (laughs) You will travel deep into the desert, you will drink their water, you will take their bread, you will partake, perhaps in their special practices, you will do all this and more, despite the unerring way they are armed, despite the strange moments of comprehension that they seem to have glancing towards you. You will do this for two reasons. One, because your friend, Baston, is dying. Oh, yeah. And two, (laughs) because you promised a dwarf a tiny hat. (laughs) Thank you. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. 
Our dungeon master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Our special guest this week was Maddie Parker. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest. And new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal Land in the Yoran Nation. This week's episode was made possible by contributors to the Dragon Friends Patreon, who get early access to ad-free episodes as well as exclusive content every other week. Until next time. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. But don't worry, because that's what time travels for. You can always go back and try again. And if you go back and kill your friends, you can always go back an extra few seconds. You can always go back. Uh, as, as all of the people who've come to the show before, we begin every show... Uh, by summoning the bread Krampus. So let's what? Be- we're, the, let's begin by doing what we always do at these shows, which is which is to summon the bread Krampus for our bread giveaway. Of course. And as we all know, what? As we all know, in order to summon the bread Krampus, all that needs to happen is that a room full of people who are pure of heart this chant bread Krampus three times, and he'll deli- he'll arrive with his sack full of bread. Right, and we got to sing the bread Krampus song. <laughs> Can oh. Simon, you're the chief wizard of bread Krampus, are okay. you? Oh, yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Watch out here, watch out there Bread, bread everywhere Look in the mirror and say three times Bread Krampus, bread Krampus, bread Krampus He arrives <laughs> Okay, so now what the f- One, two, three A yeasty man will appear Sprinkling crumbs are here and here Here he comes The bread Krampus, everybody <laughs> so Simon, what, what you did there What you did there is you said Bread Krampus three times in the lyrics of the song Yeah, to summon the Bread Krampus But you uh, gotta keep singing or he'll turn you into bread oh. Quick Simon La 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 I love bread La 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 Do not eat my bones La 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 Do not eat my bones 